back, everyone. This is the Reader Copy Recap for Monday, October 17th. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. And you guys are joining us for episode 9 of She-Hulk. Whose show is this? Uh, it's Kat Corio's show. She's the director. And it's written by uh, Jessica Gao. Again, these are like the mainstay duo since the beginning. Okay, okay. The, are they the showrunners? I think uh, Kat Corio is a showrunner. Okay. Writer and, and showrunner? Oh, she's director. Director. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, this is the finale. <laughs> Did you get everything you wanted on the finale? That's what it was. Uh, it felt like a fast episode to me. Kept kept like um, switching things up, but a little bit too, too short of a time to do all of that. I think it answered a lot of questions, questions people were asking, and some questions people no one cared about. Um, we know at the last episode, which was probably the best episode, last one, eight. Yeah, probably. But it had some add-ons on it, like Daredevil to give it a bump and finally yeah. the super suit. Yeah, yeah. I don't, that's that's why it was the best episode. Yeah, to be honest, it's true. Um, we did leave uh, Jennifer Walters in a mess. She tore up her gala, which she yeah. was supposed to be female lawyer of the she year. She was turning savage. Yeah. And then um, I really like the beginning of this finale episode. Because it's a throwback to the original Incredible Hulk TV show. Yeah, old retro intro for that show. Uh, voiceover, right? Mm-hmm. And like a t- different look of her transforming into the She-Hulk. I wonder if this show would have been good with this like special effects for the whole series. The whole show? Yeah. Um, Possibly. <laughs> it would have been even goofier, which made it... Make, I'd say go for it. Maybe make sense, you know? <laughs> the, the different actor playing Hulk right. versus Jennifer Walters. Have you ever seen an episode of the original Incredible Hulk No, show? I've only seen jokes about it, really. Like, you know, Family Guy or something, making fun of it. I've seen Lou Ferrigno in real life. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. <laughs> we saw him at a convention once. I've seen him at almost every convention. Like yeah. Guilty. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's still making in that money from this show, right? Yeah, like, good, for, good for him. The thing is, he, he does not let you take pictures of him unless he's charging you for it. Like, right, which I mean, that's how they make a living. It's typical, but I mean, he's like enforces it. You know well, what I mean? Course. Like, like yeah. if you take a picture of him from across the convention hall, yeah. he's running down trying to hunt you down. I'm, I'm he's not. that guy. <laughs> Be scared if that guy's chasing you down. Exactly. He's still pretty buff. I would go up to him and ask him, like, how was it filming uh, The King of Queens? Oh, he was on that. <laughs> he was on that for like a whole season or two. Uh, how did it feel losing Arnold Schwarzenegger in Pumping Iron? <laughs> you know, it's funny. He, in, in, in The King of Queens, right? Yeah. He was their neighbor and he played himself. So they were asking questions about The Incredible Hulk. He just lived there? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of fun. Yeah. They were like reference him as The Incredible Hulk. Like, I live next to The Hulk and stuff. Was he like... um I'm past that now. It's not all I am yeah, as a person. Kind of, yeah. I could get that. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's at convention the next on the weekends. Yeah. I think there's mentions of him like going to conventions in the show. Great, yeah. I'm not going to spend um, 25 bucks for a picture of a show I never watched. Sorry, <laughs> Lou. So that is how the show starts. But then she wakes up and it's kind of like, oh, that was a dream sequence maybe. But who knows what's going on in this. I almost can't believe anything that's happening in this episode. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Like, who's the response? possible narrator here but she's waking up in dodc cell right and uh, mallory pug nikki are there to greet her and they say like yeah you are an out of control hulk yeah she's in the cell that blonsky was in exactly same one and then they kind of like release her on like a probation style 
style thing where she has to wear that inhibitor on her ankle just like Blonsky. Yeah. And she loses her job. She's like stressed out. She has to move in back with her parents. Yeah. Bedroom with all the workout furniture. There's paparazzi outside their house. Yeah. So she's not a lawyer anymore. She can't even be She-Hulk. If I was her, I would have become a rapper, right? What? We're waiting for that first day out of the feds freestyle right now. That's what you want? <laughs> Get Megan to feature, right? It's <laughs> okay. a good move if I was her. <laughs> Um, she is gone full, like, gotta get my life back together. So she has like this whole like pinup board yeah, with the Hulk King and Intelligentsia and like the yarn connecting everything. She's not going to go and beat up Intelligentsia, right? No. She's planning on just suing them for defamation of character. Right. That, that's her strength. That's Jessica Walter's strength. Yeah. And then, um, she's living with her parents, right? So her mom is still like annoying and stuff to really her. Really annoying. She's even showing her videos of her in college and they're like in the dorm dancing. Nikki's laughing at it like a yeah. embarrassing Jen. Come yeah. on. And she's like, can you send that to me? <laughs> uh, so she's feeling down to the dump. She's like, all right, I'll go visit Emil, I guess. Like she, he did say I could, go, I could go to his retreat whenever I wanted. Right. It's like anytime. This is a time. Exactly. She goes there to, um, do you remember what it's called? Um, Twilight. Um, Twilight Delight. Is that what it's called? It's like Twilight Summit or yeah, something like that. Sunshine. It's something like that. I wouldn't go there. Yeah. Uh, I would. They have nice yurts. Seems cultish. <laughs> That's at night only. In the twilight. Uh, so she's there paying a visit. There's a guy that looks like he's from the Red Hot Chili Peppers is there to welcome her. That oh, guy. The wrecker? Yeah. Doesn't he look like the lead singer? Anthony Kiedis? Yeah. I think uh, they're twins. Kind of, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, so Blonsky's not there, though. Yeah. Nowhere to be seen. Meanwhile, cut to Nikki at work, right? And she's on Intelligentsia posting that video of Jessica at, at college dancing, right? Porkin. And I was like, oh my God, Nikki is hulking. <laughs> I never oh. saw it coming. I was like, oh dang, she's part of it. Twist. She's the one against her the whole time. Oh my God. She's that would one. have been a better story. <laughs> she's like, I, I want to be more than a paralegal, right? I want her job. Yeah. Get her out of here. Um, she's I, still working at the law firm anyways. Like, Sure, that's good money for her. Yeah. She's got to pay for those outfits. <laughs> uh, but... Yes, she's trying to get in good with Intelligentsia. Like, you know, I'm one of you. She's catfishing them. Pretty much. So now who's in the wrong? (laughs) (laughs) They invite her to the, like the meetup. Event, meet right? But then they are expecting a a man, right? So she has a rope in pug. And he's playing a special like detective getting in there right, right. with the earpiece and everything and it's kind of just like a woman hating group that's all it is yeah <laughs> weird thing to have in a shot or they're even bashing um jane foster thor yeah and i would feel the same way if she wasn't a woman <laughs> jeez and then pug's like not comfortable with it but he has to get the dirt right mm-hmm. so he's even his line is like females am i right yeah. <laughs> Uh, and said like uh, she slept with Holloway or whatever and just like making up these lines yeah. to look good and who's there but Todd Todd Phelps um, client and um, one Creep. time date of <laughs> She-Hulk and it, he's like saying the whole thing like he was actually the one that created Intelligentsia mm-hmm. and he's like the mastermind behind this whole group called it yeah that guy's got money so he can do this yeah that seemed like uh too a cheeky to have this guy just be the the mad scientist behind it all uh yeah i mean we'll get to it later but i think mm. that's why they did it yeah okay yeah okay okay, okay. I, I see what you're saying so he's gathering the meetup right meanwhile um jessica is in the kitchen jennifer she, 
I keep thinking Jessica Gao, who's the writer. Jennifer is there in the kitchen. She's talking to the record, right? And they're having tea. And uh, he's saying, like, um, what's his name? Saracen tea. He would yeah. put, like, chicken blood in it. That does not sound good. It doesn't sound healthy at all. <laughs> Uh, but then she's like, okay, I'm going to go look for a meal. I, I, I get he's on his special presentation or whatever. I got to right. go talk to him. And uh, she makes her way down to the hall where That's, the event is. Emil is there doing like a speaking engagement as Abomination. What? So he's like full on um, monster now. But uh, his clothes, does Luke Jacobson also make his clothes? Because they <laughs> enlarge. That's a good point. I never <laughs> thought of this. But again, reality is whatever you've been into in right, this sure. episode. <laughs> None of this is real. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, th- I don't think he's like knows what intelligentsia is. He's just there as a life coach. You know what I mean? He's saying, yeah, it's all for profit. Okay. Right? He yeah. says that. Meanwhile, Nikki runs in because she loses reception with um, Pug. Yeah. She's there. Um, Jennifer is like, Emil, what's going on? And he changes back down to human form. He's like, it's not what you think. And then she realizes like, oh, Todd is there. He's the one that's hulking and did all this to ruin her life. Yeah. And he pulls out a vial of her blood and or like formula injects it into him, mm-hmm. her mojo. And then he turns into his own <laughs> Hulk type. Right. Like I thought he looked kind of, the animation of him transforming looked kind of cool. Okay. But the end result. The end result. I mean, he's a douche Hulk. Yeah. It's very ugly. Yeah. But um, it's weird because like the CG for She-Hulk doesn't look as good as the CG for Todd who did it once. Really? You think I that? I thought so. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I think I know some reasons why. Is it uh, because he's, he's meant to look kind of buff and then she's like kind of like, you know. Well, I think what they couldn't get right for She-Hulk. Yeah. Is the material of her suit as in when she's a lawyer that always looked not as good which then the whole ensemble doesn't look as good like i think um i don't know what it is with those scenes where she's she hulk at work don't don't look as good as like when she's in her super suit or if she's wearing something else and i think it's the suit like the actual suit that she wears okay okay if you look at it again if you go back to some scenes where she's the suit looks very stiff like 90s cg it could be maybe it's like oh that's a material you'd recognize where her like uh super suit is like you know spandex or whatever it's like we don't run to that every day but i wonder if like um because in the um, actual scenes they have a body double who's like a larger woman oh they do yeah okay that is like um the actors have to kind of like act with i think okay i didn't know that as like a double you know to for some of the scenes right yeah some of the scenes and I wonder if she was wearing a real suit and then later they're like, we don't like that suit, change it. And there's not enough time. Oh, it's actually re- re- for the VFX the workers. And there's all this controversy about the VFX workers being overworked lately. So Yeah. <laughs> um, like this episode comments on that again. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I wonder if it was almost intentional. Yeah, maybe uh, she should uh, wear a scarf like Todd is and that'll fix everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's scarf. Because he's pulling it off. <laughs> So he transforms, right? Yeah. Uh, Abomination transforms back to being Abomination again. Yes. And and then um, Titania busts through the wall out of nowhere. For some reason, Bruce gets in the mix. Uh, Cousin Bruce. This is too much now. What is going on? None of this makes sense. The show doesn't make sense. (laughs) Uh, So she like, it's almost like a timeout. Okay. Zach Morris timeout. Right. Yeah. And then they, it's almost like if you just hit escape on your remote and it goes back to the Disney Plus home screen. You lost internet connection. The app crashed right now yeah. and you're on the home screen. So she's literally not only breaking the fourth wall now, she's <laughs> e- like exiting the fourth wall. 
Literally breaking it. Yeah. She okay. goes out. She's on the menu screen. She goes down to the assemble thumbnail, oh, yeah. which then leads her behind the scenes of, of the MCU, of our own show. The the Disney lot, right? As she's yeah. like walking across the studio, mm-hmm. trying to make her way to the writer's room. Right. So I think a bunch of these complaints. I think a bunch of these people are the writers of the show. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay. I can believe it. Maybe some in the background, they're not talking. Yeah, exactly. She's saying like, none of this makes sense. It's like sloppy writing. Lazy. Lazy. Are we really doing this again? Like the the bad guy just gets the hero's powers. Big formula that we always use in Marvel. It's literally almost every Marvel movie. The bad guy has the powers of the hero. Yes, right. Kind of a carbon copy. Yeah. And I kind of like... Maybe just let's just do that. <laughs> this show, but but it, it, I think it has a point. Yeah, it's cliche already. Yeah, and she wants to talk to their boss, Kevin. Yeah, oh, Kevin. Kev- <laughs> Kevin Feige. <laughs> she goes up to where Kevin is. Right. She even signs like the NDA. And then the security comes and she's beating up, she's beating up people in our world, our real life security guards. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that work at Disney, right? Yeah. And so now who's the bad guy? That's kind of a good point. <laughs> They're just running a company, right? They're doing their job. Uh, but she makes her way to finally to Kevin Feige, right? Yeah. Kevin, abbreviated K-E-V-I-N. It's actually a robot, like an AI robot that runs the whole show, explains that mm-hmm. this robot is controlled the whole MCU. Yeah. It's like Knowledge Enhanced Visual Intelligence Network, I think it's what it's Nexus. Saying. Nexus. Get it right. Okay. Whatever. It, it has a put, baseball cap. Put respect on his name. <laughs> But uh, he's like a like a portal robot, like from the video game Portal. Yeah, that kind of like robot. hanging from the ceiling. And uh, She Hulk is like, "Well, are you running the show or am I? Like, whose show is this?" Mm-hmm. episode. It's almost like uh, we're just running the regular formula that we do for movies that are a success, no matter what. Big, uh, big event at the end, climax, whatever, mm-hmm. big show of it. But this is more about Jen's story. She's trying to say this is packed of Easter eggs, though. Like, there's MCU movies in the background playing. Sure. Right. Um, they're talking about like the future of the MCU and how like like they're talking about like how light it is on like sexual stuff, especially from a female's point of view. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, she even mentions like when are we getting X Men? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's the comic <laughs> that was books. my big question. Really? <laughs> is that the question you would ask to this um Wizard of Oz type robot if you okay. were in the room? Uh what would my question be? Do you know like what, what you would, would ask? My question yeah, would well, be well, I think of one. Um like can we just redo Moon Knight? <laughs> you don't like Moon Knight? <laughs> Overall I'm like I That was your favorite character. That is my favorite character in the comic books, I feel like. Like, right. Well, I get maybe a second time around, I'll fall in love with it. But this time, I'm like, it's not what I wanted it to be. I knew all these. My, what happens in the show, I knew it. Of course, but I mean, I that's every, you got to start somewhere. No way. Like some of these, like, you know, like the movies yeah. are, have their changes from the, the comics. And I like those. It was, it was they changed much. a lot in Moon Knight. Maybe, maybe I don't see it. Maybe I'm just complaining, but I'm, that's how I felt. Okay. That's well, it, whatever. I, I would ask him, what happened? What'd you do to Terrence Howard? Oh, good point. <laughs> Where is he? He's locked up in a basement. What What did Don Cheadle do to him? <laughs> <laughs> You're saying it's the same, but I know it's not the same. Uh, but um, what's, what happens next? So then they're like, okay, fine, Jennifer yeah, Walters. We'll do it your way. Rewrite everything. Get all these hulks out of there. In this scene, though, they reference the, the her ability to go into our world. Hmm. And Kevin says, um, we found that failure in our thing and we fixed it. 
So I think if they do have a season two, if they have her in the movies, like they mentioned, um, she can still maybe talk to the audience and break the fourth wall, but not go into our world like she does in this episode. Like they fix the bug in yeah. the Disney Plus app or something. Like, yeah. Like, so I think um, that won't happen anymore. But her, you know, t- talking directly to the audience is still, uh, that's a She-Hulk thing. So she right. has to keep doing that. It's her thing. But just like, don't worry about this MacGuffin for the future. Right. Yeah. This is not always going to be how we ended or, or this is not an option for her going forward. Because some nerds on a podcast will complain about that. Like, Why don't they just do this? She-Hulk can solve everything. Yeah. Right? It's almost <laughs> like, what is, who cares about this show now? If she can just do that. I, I get what it's trying to say. I don't know if it landed well overall, yeah. but um, they're like, all right, fine, Jen, I'll do that. And then she just lands back in right. to enters the, the whole thing is like fixed already. Like Todd's getting rounded they, up they, and arrested. They cancel his like turning into Hulk. Yeah. Emil like confesses and goes back to prison for like breaking the law and going, turning to abomination. Conveniently. Yeah. Matt Murdock literally drops out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm there to help. It's like, well, you don't need to help. Everything's done. You can help me in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay. Everything's tied up with a bow, and then they, she has like a celebration with her family, like a family dinner. Yeah, it's Max like Fast and Furious ending. Perfect, perfect. Right? <laughs> but for the family barbecue, right? So Literally. The dad, who's like my favorite character, mm. is really like interrogating Matt and what his intentions are. And already talking about grandchildren. Jeez. Do you think, um, do you want She-Hulk and Matt to be a thing moving forward? Like they are always going to be together kind of thing? No, not really. I think it would be fun if they just had a, this, what we had so far in the show. And then they'll have like, you know, some connections, but not really dating in follow-up things. Like, oh, okay. maybe awkward reunions. That'd be yeah. kind of funnier to me. Yeah. I do think Matt Murdock, Daredevil has to be Hell's Kitchen. Like he can't really leave there for long periods of time. Oh, I thought you were saying like, oh, he needs to be a playboy, like a bachelor all the time. That's, that's <laughs> that him. too, that too. That's him. <laughs> uh, but, and then who comes in again but Bruce? Yeah, he's back. Uh, back from Sakaar and he brought someone else, his son, Scar. Yes. Uh, this is straight from the comic books. He has a son that he had while he was on Sakaar. Yeah. He actually had a daughter too on Sakaar, I think. But oh, I didn't know. That. I don't think they're gonna introduce that character in the MCU. Okay, it's been a while since I read those comics. But I mean, the the son doesn't say anything. He's just kind of there with his ugly yeah. haircut. Like, yeah, I think because um, they can't really do World War Hulk anymore because that is a direct result of Planet Hulk, which Planet Hulk they kind of use the idea, but not the exact straight from the comic book. Yeah, so he wouldn't be a World War Hulk type destroyer of Earth in the MCU. But maybe like Scar's family is invading. I don't know. Something like that. A reason for World War Hulk to happen is like maybe he's in reverse trying to protect the Earth from Scar invading, Sakar invading. Sakar invading. I see. Okay. And Scar, like who's Scar's mother and, and their family or whatever. Maybe they're after Bruce for like abandoning him. Could be. I mean, maybe we'll never even get the backstory of Scar. It's just we need the character to have him in Young Avengers. You know what I'm saying? Just so that yeah. we can have and that's Young Avengers not even later. S- Scar and Young Avengers. I know, but yeah. I mean, they're just making a team of Young Avengers. You know, yeah, it's not which, a par- uh, carbon copy of that team. I'm at the point where like, I don't want Young Avengers anymore. I kind of am too. Yeah, you've, you've what are they going to do? You have a Young Avengers and then are they going to be the Avengers moving forward? Because they're going to get older. Are you just going to forget these characters later? 
or will they continue until they're adults? Because I don't want that. <laughs> it could be. I, they're thinking like, okay, we got what thirty something year olds to do these movies. We need them for their lifetime to yeah. do these movies. But ten year arcs is not too short. In ten years, when we're in phase seven already, I don't want the Avengers to be the former young Avengers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't don't even do young Avengers. Just don't do it because I don't want these characters. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I want it either. I'm just, that's why I think they are thinking. You you know what I'm saying? That, Just, that, 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 that they want these Avengers for a long time. If maybe they'll break up and be on different teams or whatever. But no, I don't even have, want these characters at all. I I understand your opinion on it. Yeah, but I'm saying what it I'm is. I'm gonna talk to Kevin. Okay, uh, make an appointment. Sign yeah. NDA. Apparently, it's easy to get there. Uh, anyway, with with that whole thing, like I mean, I'm not that excited about Scar. He's just a guy. That's he's like a small Hulk. Maybe he has a different um, culture, like more how, gladiator. How long ago was Thor Ragnarok in the MCU? timeline okay so that was scar was right next it looks like at least a teenager yeah good point so is that like 15 years ago i don't think so the earliest he could have had the kid would have been avengers 2 right because that's when yeah. he left on the ship yeah but in um thor ragnarok they say hulk has been there for two years only two years well wow. yeah he was hulk for two years straight I see. Okay. I mean, yeah, that was like 2018. Is that right? I don't know. Because so right, seven, <laughs> right? Because then there was a five-year jump in the MCU, right? Yeah, that's true. So oh, okay, uh, in the MCU, they're they're actually more than five years ahead. I think they're like six or seven years ahead of us. Okay, maybe this guy is like 12. He's the buffest 12-year-old ever. <laughs> He's six. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Maybe it's still have a good story to pull out of Young Avengers. I don't know. I don't know the character of Scar that well from the comics. I don't read his, his storylines. Yeah. Um, he's he's like that all the time, right? He's not like Hulk that can revert into a smaller form. I think so. Yeah. I think that's his whole deal is he's just that. Uh, apparently the actor for him is, uh, he was in Stargirl. So it's just another kid actor, whatever. I, I, yeah. I don't think he has a speaking line in case they want to change the actor. Oh, possibly. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why. Or change his haircut. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> uh, I do like how they have like a barbecue Fast and Furious ending. Yeah. And uh, I think every MCU movie should just end with a barbecue. <laughs> oh, you're saying it should be more formulaic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, overall, final thoughts on She-Hulk, especially the finale episode. Like, uh, I get it. Yeah. And I like a lot of elements from it, but I think maybe it was too, like, um, we know what you don't want, so we're going to give it to you. <laughs> give you what you don't want? Yeah. It's a little bit, like, uh, cringy when these yeah. TV writers uh, kind of detach from reality and comment on internet culture. Maybe not a good one, but still, mm-hmm. like, that, talking about it, trying to modernize or just have it for this broad thing, and it's kind of cringy to watch from a distance and you know you know what i'm saying cheeky about it yeah no thank you so like here's my question there's either two options here is they well maybe three options they knew that internet would be split on this and some people would not like She-Hulk and they're banking on that so that they would use that in the show because that's what intelligentsia is, right? Yeah. Either they knew that or they created that. They're the ones behind the bad press in the internet, right? Okay. Oh, the whole thing? Like, yeah. They have trolls online? Yeah, maybe. It? Right? Wow. Or they purposely made some not-so-great episodes 
to build that on the internet <laughs> so that they could like respond to that in the finale because all this had to be done ahead of time right so like the Donnie Blaze episode and stuff like that like do you think those are purposely there to just be not not anything like because they don't progress the story at all yeah they're yeah like like I said before this could be like six episode season so if you add a couple more that are not worth doing but you force it in there the internet would have some negative feedback which then you've already prepared to counter <laughs> in the finale i i see what you're saying and it's actually kind of fourth wall breaking but yeah i actually uh don't agree with you because those are my favorite episodes <laughs> like come on the donnie blaze the wedding episode the I silly ones that don't progress the main story are the ones that i gravitate to if you get rid of those episodes and the remaining episodes that are left are actually pretty good and i think really? would have a positive People in general would have a positive outlook on the series. Like, because then you're just left with like the first episode with a lot of Hulk and a lot of um, kind of Easter eggs. And that, I feel like the first episode is probably the best one. And then, you know, with the Daredevil, um, that was a great episode. Even like Emil Blonsky's trial thing, that was a pretty good episode. But then there's definitely like filler ones with like Donnie Blaze, the Madison of them all, and yeah. stuff like that. The wedding episode was okay, but like also unnecessary. Okay. I mean, you're, you're open to your opinion, but those are the ones I like. I'm just saying. So the this episode, I feel like. Well, my like- theory could still work because in the episodes that you don't like, maybe that. <laughs> this this that. one, this episode. Yeah, let's just do the whole show. Just, just don't do finale. <laughs> no resolution. <laughs> oh everything. Yeah, I don't like this recap that we're doing. I'm gonna let's break the wall <laughs> on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna step out of your phone right now and and rewind. Pause the phone. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk to ourselves about this. Like, <laughs> Hey guys, let's go back to the drawing board on this. Yeah. Uh, overall, it's still my maybe least favorite series on Disney Plus, on MCU shows. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it's as bad as people say. And it definitely has some highlights. But will I rewatch any of this? I don't think so. Yeah. I've been curious if I've ever want to rewatch one of the MCU shows recently. I think it's about time. I kind of want to revisit them. Falcon Winter Soldier. See if it's not, it's better than I remember it. Okay. And I, you know, I think I'm going to rewatch Loki before season two yeah, arrives. I still think Loki's my favorite. I think they're just the production values, the highest. Yeah. Um, and then like the fun stuff of uh, Scarlet Witch and WandaVision. If she ever returns, then I'm, I'm probably going to rewatch that show. You know what I'll say is um, early series, WandaVision, Winter Soldier, Loki, they affect the MCU as a whole a lot more than the later shows like um, She-Hulk and Moon Knight. Like, because I guess because they're new characters, yeah, they don't really affect our older characters that much. But the older characters with their shows definitely affect the MCU as a whole. Like WandaVision leads directly to Multiverse of Madness. Captain America is getting his own movie. Loki introduced Kang, who's going to be like the biggest threat for the Avengers coming moving forward. I'm curious if they can like make every show affect the whole cinematic universe so much. I think that might bog things down. These single off ones, like you know, maybe more bottle shows. Yeah. This Miss Marvel. Like they I don't think they can not yet. You think? Not, yeah, like they're they're placeholders for now because yeah. they to give more effect for the big grand movies, right? Like sure. Like when we get to Kang Dynasty and all that, like mm-hmm. it has to that feel has to feel powerful. We have to build up to that again. Sure. Maybe the WandaVision and Loki had to set stuff up for us to get comfortable with multiple realities. Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. But I think it was to give uh it's almost like transitions for these characters that 
are were part of the early phases. Part of the early phases, okay. But didn't have their own conclusions or own um, highlights. Like Falcon, you know, he's been there since Winter Soldier, the movie, but they couldn't give him like a big grand ending or anything like that or transition during Endgame because that's for the headliners. Right, yeah. So to get do it in his show and then give him a movie, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah, like transition to being um, um, possibly leading the Avengers. I don't, we still yeah. don't really know, but a big player, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that's a good move for that. But like for these shows, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Yeah. Do you like these shows better than let's say the first movies? Installment of first origin story uh, movies? I think I do. But that, that might just be because of the budgets they were giving to the first MCU movies. Because that's where the origin stories were, right? Yeah. I mean, like maybe more than the first Thor and Captain America movies. Yeah. But Iron Man is still, I think, great. That's maybe true. even the best of the Iron Man movies might be the first one still. Um, but then things like Shang-Chi I like better than any of these those three yeah that's an origin story um, the first Ant-Man movie the first Doctor Strange movie I probably like more than these series I'd say it's close yeah well Captain Marvel what about that maybe, I think I, yeah I like yeah. these shows better maybe I like the shows better than Captain Marvel but um, I, I don't know like some of these shows especially She-Hulk this is like too long too long yeah oh wow okay you, so you don't like the format they did the 30 minute 9 episode format you'd rather have limited series basically yeah yeah because looking back like wandavision did that with like shorter episodes but more it's like I, I, i'd rather have the six episodes one okay all right hour long six episodes i like the fact that the mc is playing around with it just to give us a different taste of everything maybe they're not gonna all be any hits and uh yeah. we're never gonna get that style of maybe do you think this show will get a season two do you want a season two yeah you do I want do. one yeah interesting now that we kind of know what it is and maybe they can take the feedback they got from the audiences. Um, and maybe they have improved CGI by then. Wow. I'll take a season two. Yeah, I'd like that. Okay. And of, of course, they've already said these characters will be part of the movies. Yeah. So this is definitely not the last we've seen of She-Hulk. That's what I was always expecting is the these characters to show up in the movies and the season twos might not happen for all of them. Like we, yeah. The only one we've had yeah. like announced really is Loki, right? And that makes yeah. sense because it's like lays the groundwork for the multiverse. I think even like as the these different phases go on. Yeah, and Tom Hiddleston's great. He's he's uh he's got experience already being yeah. there from the beginning. If I had to pick one of all the shows, it is Loki that I want a second season. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Considering you can like world hop so much, yeah, give a different feel. And also the way they left off at the end of Moon Knight feels like they'll have a second season. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I was curious if they can um, introduce those other personalities when he's in the mix of a team already, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, who is this guy?" He's I wonder if even people even know that he has those personalities. Yeah, right. Yeah, when maybe less famous ones. I don't know. But She Hulk, what else could they like? You know, introduce that's gonna be fan service. I don't know. If there's a lot more. I, I, Red Hulk, I guess. But that yeah. seems like a Thunderbolt that thing. That seems like a movie thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, uh, overall, I do like uh, Tatiana Maslany. I think yeah. she was great as Jennifer Walters. Maybe not as good as she, as she was when she's She-Hulk. I think She-Hulk, the CG was left a lot to be desired. And um, I did like the fourth wall breaking when it was used sparingly. Not so much how it was used in the finale. This big one? Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's just um, their approach to some of the things did not land for 
Foley. Some jokes here and there throughout the show uh-huh. gave me a big laugh, but sure. um, it was overall it was kind of middling, like not too bad, not too great, yeah. to be honest. Uh, the fourth wall breaking, I, I I I could see them playing around with that just better, just do it better. I feel like it it just tinted each episode, but really make it interesting and like okay, maybe Deadpool heavy fourth wall breaking. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. So you, you just don't like her because it's a woman. Okay, all right. No. I'm just racist <laughs> towards green people. <laughs> Well, let us know what you thought of She-Hulk. Um, hope you guys liked it. This is our last recap for the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, but we will still be doing our regular podcast every Wednesday. You won't want to miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast in your podcast app. And if you want more Reader Copy Podcasts, you can find us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Daniel, do you have an outro for the finale? Jennifer Walters, Esquire Millennial. Now, when she grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. She is the Savage She-Hulk. All right, bye, guys. See ya.